it was very difficult. It was very difficult to go back into the workforce. That is Kimberly Chevalier, my mother. It's certainly hard as a kid of any age to hear your parents say that something is difficult. Harder still is the realization that something, in this case, getting back to the workforce, is difficult because of me. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I had not worked since 2003. My brother was born in 1997, and I followed a few years later in 2000. Granted, it is certainly possible to have two parents working full-time, but since they were both traveling, my mom made the decision to step out of consulting and back into the domestic sphere. When my boys were old enough that they really didn't need me around as much and they could both drive, I realized that I needed to probably find something else to do. And I started at that point asking myself, well, who would hire me now? It had been so many years since I'd worked. My mother is not alone in that sentiment. According to LinkedIn research, 37% of working mothers have thought it best to return to the workforce, and 60% of those who do find it quite challenging. I'm hoping that the gap on my resume won't prevent me from landing a job that I truly love. I definitely need some help. It's been a while. I'm nervous about being out in the workforce. That was a segment from Good Morning America about mothers returning to work. It offered great advice, but tips and tricks do not change the actual data. In a study conducted by Kate Weishar at UNC Chapel Hill, potential employers gave callbacks to 15.3% of working mothers, 9.7% of unemployed mothers, and a meager 4.9% of stay-at-home mothers. This study was done with thousands of fabricated resumes, so although the numbers are just statistics, they represent a very real trend from actual employers. I feel like moms who return into the workforce don't have as many opportunities, really. I just don't feel like the um, employers value, you know, that experience. Rosie Bell took time off work to raise her two children, but remained active through volunteering. Although she was teaching full-time in the classroom before stepping away, her re-entry was a gradual process. There's a little bit of a barrier there in that if you don't have recent work experience or you're not a recent graduate and haven't worked with educators, it's a little bit difficult just to get that step into the door. Bell was able to navigate her return to teaching through incremental steps that eventually got her a job with the Museum of Natural History in San Diego. Although not a straight-line path, she accepted the fact that employers typically have reluctance to hire unemployed mothers. If you've been out for a while, it's really hard to get back. So you have to kind of do that part-time thing. Um, to get back. A Harvard study found that mothers had a 7.9% lower starting salary than non-mothers and were rated as being 12% less committed to their jobs than non-mothers. This bias likely stems from the fact that mothers sometimes do take off work because they are genuinely committed to their kids. Kathy Segenton stepped down from her full-time job when she had her first child and did not re-enter the workforce for another nine years when her second was in kindergarten. I just didn't want anyone else to have to be around her when I could be there. <laughs> it was just a, an emotional, I just wanted to be there and, and have the, that first few years with her. The problems arise from the assumption of mutual exclusivity. Mothers can be committed to their children and time off and return to the workforce as committed employees. As someone who has gone through this, Sagenton offered two pieces of advice. One, find a mentor and get some guidance. And two, and then I think the other bit of advice is to give yourself a lot of grace and um, just know that, you know, you're, 
you're in a learning curve and you're doing something new and give yourself a break. Giving oneself grace involves taking pride in the strength necessary to step back from work and then step back in. Mothers who have taken time off work have valuable real-world experience that is useful and can make teams stronger. In a 2018 TED Talk, Martha Ivester spoke of her realization that being a mother for several years made her more of an asset in re-employment. What does a stay-at-home mom do every day if not create a climate of psychological safety? Provide structure and clarity for her children. Help them interpret the world around them and find meaning in in it and finding ways to make a difference. The skills that drive the most effective managers and the most effective teams at Google are skills that stay-at-home moms work on every single day. A good mother and a good employee can exist simultaneously in the same person. Once children are older and mothers want to step back into the workforce, it can be a positive boost to their own mental health and family dynamics. In the end, I, I do enjoy working. It gives me, I feel like it gives me a good purpose. Educator Rosie Bell gave herself grace by taking part-time teaching and slowly stepping up until she worked full-time. As for my mother... Having someplace I could go, having something to do, it's just been tremendous for me. Fair enough. I wouldn't want to be stuck in a house with me all day either. It isn't easy being a mother returning to the workforce, but it's not like the years away were wasted. Being a mom is hard work. So thank you to my mom and to moms everywhere. For WNSR, this is Paul Chevalier, wishing you a happy Mother's Day.